0: better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes live stream presented by mighty swell boom it's a grapefruit night again for me i've been rocking the grapefruits grapefruit once
1: again that's right we would like to establish right off the jump that chris is outside so no one's breaking wind it's just it might be a little (laughs) bit of a breeze going by there's
2: there's a big oh is that what it is yeah yeah, because the other chair, there's a chair on the other side of me that I could go and I could go sit in, uh, but it's very sunny. And I don't know if you guys can see, you know what? I'll move. I'll move. Um, Listen, I'm all for the people, all, all for making the people happy. So, Chris, let me sit ask over this. here what's in the, the sun.
1: What's the temperature out there today?
2: So, I'm not in Arizona, actually. I, I yeah, but you're still today. in a hot place. Uh, it's about 95, I think, today. 90 degrees here in the beautiful Los Angeles, California. Here you go.
0: Guys, I'm getting roasted in the chat. I mean, big time. And I deserve it. I deserve <laughs> If they could only see the real time when I when I realized that I had him crossed Oh, it's up. beautiful.
2: Yeah. It was I beautiful. was mortified it was for
0: It absolutely you. beautiful. So. Yeah. I haven't even went back and listened cuz I don't think I want
2: to. No. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. don't. Yeah. You don't. You're not not at all. Uh, welcome in everybody. This is uh, Talking Ball Thursday, is what it says there on the stream. We're just hanging out talking football for the next half hour or so. So whatever you guys have for the guys, this is going to be like a little uh, Friday free for all on a Thursday.
1: I'm going to get a timeout right off the jump before we open this up. Please. Is there a less surprising development than Urban Meyer getting fined with Jacksonville for OTA violations? I don't know if you saw that today or not, Chris, but three teams got fined for OTA violations, the Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And whatever Urban Meyer did, he got twice the fine himself, $100,000 <laughs> of what Kyle Shanahan and Mike McCartney got fined. So it was just kind of curious if anybody else was not stunned at all to hear that Urban, first opportunity to have something in which he pressed the rules, he got popped. That's more punishment than he got in college, right?
0: He just ran before it ever got
2: serious. Well, that's My statement's not inaccurate then. Right.
0: Okay, this might be a little bit of an, an irresponsible statement, but I'm going to say it anyways.
2: It's always a great start. to is... to a
1: segment. <laughs> you, hold on, hold on, Joe. Hold on,
0: hold on. You got the dump button ready, Shub? You ready? No, you know? no, I
2: got the I got the full oh, screen no. for you. Go right. Yeah, ahead. there you go. It's,
0: it's not that type of thing, Shuby. There we go. Um, <laughs> Kyle mentioned Kyle Shanahan in that list, and I don't think this is the first time Kyle Shanahan's name has come up for offseason violations and i just can't help but think about how snakebitten that team always is meanwhile this man continues to get fined for ota offseason violations
2: he
1: leaves he's out kyle is not at his desk right now it's, please it's come back in another time kyle just goes <laughs> um i was gonna say something and you you totally threw me for a loop there so It's it's been quite the uh, quite the day between that and NIL stuff coming out all throughout the day today, which has been really cool to see what opportunities some of these athletes have been able to identify for themselves. But like the news dump today has just been like,
2: boom, boom, boom. More importantly, Reggie Bush told the
1: Heisman committee, give me back my Heisman. Yeah. And you know what? Reggie's got a point. And I hope Reggie does get his Heisman back.
2: He should have never have gotten it taken away from him. And I, have I have I made my argument to you guys about about these kinds of things where they take away wins and they take away trophies and stuff like that? You can't replace my memories. You can't replace my eyeballs. I watched Reggie Bush play. I watched him win the Heisman. I watched them hand him the trophy on a stage. You can't just come out and say, "Oh, he didn't win this anymore." You for, forget everything you saw. Like, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> Does he like Especially have to like being...
0: give up the trophy? Like,
2: take it somewhere? <laughs> No, they, they physically took the trophy Yeah, they from took him. it away from him. He, he's no longer recognized like, that as a, a trophy winner. Well, he's no longer recognized as a trophy winner, so they have to take it from him, I guess. So, like, it'd be one thing if it was, like,
1: with baseball, with the steroids and stuff like that, with the home run championship and or, or home run title and all that kind of stuff. Like, I understand if it would be a performance-enhancing situation. This has nothing to do with that. You know, <laughs> none of this made Reggie
2: Bush a more phenomenal – collegiate football player. And can I add something to the baseball argument there for a second, Kyle? What we're seeing with a lot of those guys is where they're getting punished is at the end, right? They're getting punished when it comes to the hall of fame and the writers aren't saying what you saw didn't exist. It's just saying, we're not going to reward it. What, what, what the college football is trying to do is retroactively after the fact, be like, Oh, how could we do this? We are going to take this from you. It's ridiculous.
0: I listened to Johnny Manziel on Pat McAfee's, I guess it's a radio show. And he was on there talking about, he's like, man, I was making $30,000 to go to a hotel room. They said, hey, come here. There's going to be like thousands of things for you to sign. And we're going to slip you 30 grand in a bag. And he's like straight up just saying, yeah, I did that while I was at Texas A&M. So you're going to like Reggie Bush is going to be the one guy that's just going to have to pay for the sins of so many people. Like, come on. It happened. He's the Heisman. All the records
2: stand. Amen to that. Well, the overall football talk's got something for us here. Would you rather have the wide receiver trio of DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, and LaVisca Chenault or Allen Robinson, <laughs> Darnell Mooney, and Anthony Miller to throats?
1: Wow, that's good. All right, you can do this any number of different ways. You can look at who's the best talent on this list, and it's Allen Robinson. Robinson by far, yeah. by far. Or you could stack them and say, okay, would you rather have the wide receiver one from Chicago or Jacksonville? And your answer is going to be Chicago. But would yeah. you rather have Marvin Jones or Darnell Mooney? He, Edward Jones yeah. is the right choice. Don't, I was yeah. going to say, don't yeah. make this harder than it yeah. has to be. Otherwise, this is going to be a terrible segment. And then would you rather have LaVisca Chenault or Anthony Miller? Visca. So two out of three goes to Jacksonville for the depth. But is that undervaluing what Allen Robinson as an individual talent brings to the table? I'm not going to tell you the right or wrong answer because I don't necessarily think that there is one, but I would personally want the best player. I would want the Chicago one. And
0: I like Mooney, too, man. He was a guy that I loved in the process. And I think I said I put this out there. I said, I'm not sure what KJ Hamler gives you in the second round. That Darnell Mooney doesn't give you later in the draft. And I feel good about that take right now, based on what we've seen through one season.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh. he's he has definitely flashed and with better quarterback play. Hopefully yeah. he will that production will follow.
0: You know what is not crazy is checking out Bet Online, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. And you could drag all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Including MLB, NBA, NHL, and the UFC. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. <laughs> Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts
2: tell says take jerome Ford will be a top five back uh, in the 2022 draft he's a, he's
0: the new Cincinnati back um he was uh, number two to dokes last year i haven't i haven't watched him in depth yet i need to um he he's very productive when he got chances to touch the football and i like his style but i think i feel like i like every Cincinnati running back even the guy before dokes i like them couldn't remember his name for a million. Michael Warren, yeah, Michael Warren. Yeah. I liked him too. So I like with I like the style of football player that comes through that Cincinnati program under uh, the name of the coach that ex- Luke, Sickle, Luke, Sickle, Luke, Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle,
1: yeah. yeah. And and Ford came from Alabama, correct? Was he a trans? Yes, he's a transfer. Yeah. yes, yeah. So you yeah. know the talents there. So mm-hmm. I don't know that that's necessarily a a bad take. What What was the
2: parameters on it,
1: Chris? It was top uh, five, top five, top five running in the back,
2: draft. Yes, top five back.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's Joe hasn't got around to watching him yet, but that that's a wide open mm-hmm. gauntlet as far as we did that when we talked on Thursday, uh, kind of a big picture view of what our initial impressions are based on uh, the regional scouting that we've done. And um, we, we openly said there's like six guys that are in a tight bunch here. And if Joe watches him and
2: likes him, then he could very easily enter that conversation and be a part of that. Uh, Vontel, it's very hot out here and the hoodie was a mistake, but I've kind of committed to being outside at this point. And so we're just going to, we're just going to move on.
0: I thought maybe it was like a, a sunscreen type thing where you didn't want your skin exposed. So you wore That's long a real sleeves. Thing. Yeah. I I think about doing it a lot here because I, I literally hate putting on sunscreen. It's, it's like disgusting. I hate the way it smells. So there are times where I've, I've opted for that.
2: It, that was part of it, but also, like the chair I was sitting in on the other side was in the shade, and I was like, Oh, I can wear my sweatshirt, it'll be nice and cool. I've now moved over here so you guys don't have that loud noise in the background, but you the sun just blasting your but eyes. The sun man. is just right in my face. I hate
1: <laughs> to tell you this sitting in the shade in '95 is not going to be nice and cool, no matter what you're wearing.
2: would have been better than where I'm currently sitting, but, but we'll shout just, out we'll to just, Panini America, that's right, that's right, I mean, they're, they're, Repping the brand. Right, uh, Vontell actually had a take that he wanted to share who has the better roster on paper, the Colts or the Chargers? Can I say the ch- Chargers? Can I say the Chargers? I mean, I, I would agree with you if that was your answer. So,
0: Okay, better quarterback Chargers. Yes. Better running back room Colts.
1: The yes. room in its Tight entirety, yes.
0: Better offensive line is Colts.
1: Yes. Tight ends. Do pass Push. catchers. Do pass catchers. Pass catchers. It makes it simpler. It's the Chargers. Chargers, by far. Yeah.
0: D line char defensive ends. Ooh. Defensive ends, Chargers interior defensive line, Colts linebacker, Colts
1: corner, Colts safety. Colts have a better defense, I think that's that's fair, and Charles agrees in the the chat says Colts D wins. I think the Colts defense has more appealing, but you know I I look at we we gave the Colts the favor on the offensive line, and that's the right call to make, but like. I like a lot of the pieces that the Chargers now have in there and I think your your quarterback situation Herbert has to go out and do it again but the right. level of play last year in comparison to Carson Wentz is like not even close.
0: Do you think there's a single like NFL decision maker that would actually choose see, to have Wentz over Herbert if given the choice? Like right now you can have either one. I oh. mean that that would be skewed heavily towards Herbert, right?
1: correct he's younger he doesn't have the bad habits he's not injury prone at this point in time like Wentz has struggled with durability yeah give me give me Wentz all the or give me Herbert all the way through and I'll be surprised if anybody else disagree I thought
2: he was going to come back without Mm -hmm. his shirt on (laughs) No, 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 no. I I mean, as you guys know, I'm on a little bit of a vacation, but I snuck out some time to do the show with you guys and the people I'm hanging out with, they they know I'm doing the show and they chose now as the time to ask me for things.
1: Hey, Chris, Chris.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. There, there's a window. There's a window right here, and they're like knocking on. It. They're like, "Do you have your phone?" I'm like, "No, I'm doing the show right now." So they, no. we're, we're okay. You got to do we're the
1: uh, Tommy Lee Jones. That oh. I don't care. I,
2: I, don't, I no, don't, no, no. Sorry, I can't. I don't care. <laughs> sorry, can't help you. Um, I just realized
0: that was Tommy Lee Jones, and when I say realized, I was made aware of it because you said it, and now it clicks.
2: You so you get the gift though.
0: I do, but I never remember. Like I never, it never occurred to me that that was Tommy Lee Jones.
2: Yeah, he thought it was some other actor. That's what it was. I
0: just never thought of it. Yeah, the guy
2: with was. the two eyes and the nose. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, he thought it was The Rock, actually. You're A-Rod, <laughs> or A-Rod or whatever.
0: Yeah, you're right. I, I never learn. Never learn. It's terrible.
2: It's. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry to keep bringing it up, but it's just never going to go away. The fact that you <laughs> thought The Rock and A-Rod were the same same a Rod especially such a harsh person.
0: criticism that I delivered, you know, to a man who didn't deserve it, just catching strays for no reason.
2: Right. The whole the whole point of the segment to open the show, and if you have not listened to, I believe that was Wednesday's show, Wednesday show. Wednesday show. Yes. Please go back and listen to the beginning of it. Is Kyle was attempting to heap praise onto The Rock for something, and Joe just came this in his new energy just, drink. Yeah. Just. T- just ton of bricks and he's like no the rock can't be that good he's he, you know and he just went off on this he broke up with he like,
0: <laughs> you know tomatoes tomatoes
2: <laughs> right right Char- Charles has it right Joe went all in on that take he was so committed to it I so think my committed. other
0: I think the one that you saved me from was actually
2: worse but yes
0: the world yes. will never no. know about the world and that was, was I guess in, yeah. Yeah.
2: We'll, never we'll never know we'll never know that will stay in the Too box much might as well when did we we recorded that in the evening? There's uh there could have been a mighty swell consumed. This one from Sean. Who's your dark horse MVP candidate? Well, let's Are we using uh that's well, our friends over a. at a.
1: Online? Yeah. Like how, so how we're gonna far we're going go down hunting have- for good values?
0: Yeah, so like how far down do you have to go? <laughs> I'm laughing at people roasting me. I deserve it. Um, how far do you have to go for it to be a dark horse? Like outside the top five?
2: I mean, certainly, I think outside the top five is where you start to get into. They're going to have to do, get some help in order to do so. Where's Derrick Henry, Kyle? Because I don't have it pulled up in front of. me. He, that you know, feels my, like the my one. My producer's right? currently working on it, and uh, <laughs> he said,
0: "Woo,
1: he... <laughs> I'm yep, sitting here looking good. at a loading screen. So <laughs> I wish I would love to tell you what the uh, the betting odds are.
0: If Stafford's outside the uh, top five, I think that's a good choice. Really, but I'll tell you what, man. The Rams, like the messaging coming out of L.A. right now about Stafford, is like a little well, uncomfortable.
1: Sean McVay's completely head over heels in
2: love. It is something else, man. Can we talk about the coach of the year odds, by the way, as well? While we're here doing this dark horse MVP, can I have oh, to list Joe? They they want.
1: got CFL futures up
2: too. Oh no, that's, that's, that's right up. Joe's Let's Alec. go. So here, are your, here's your top five, Joe: Patrick Mahomes plus three fifty, Josh Allen plus nine hundred, Stafford plus fourteen hundred, Brady plus fourteen hundred, Rodgers plus plus sixteen hundred.
0: Okay, so Stafford is not a dark horse MVP candidate. He's a very popular choice.
2: Derrick Henry at plus five thousand feels like my dark horse candidate.
0: Where's Tannehill?
2: Ryan Tannehill is currently sitting at plus twenty five hundred. Is that dark horse? That's outside the top five. That would be that would can be considered. Herbert's plus sixteen hundred. Where's Dak? Dak is also at plus 1,600. I'd like to talk about the coach of the year favorite being Brandon Staley at plus 1,200, and I would like somebody to explain to me why that's the case.
0: Well, they're going to win 10 games and go to the playoffs, and
1: everyone's oh, going
2: to be happy fun with Fun little second tier here we got, huh? In the MVP coach or the, the coach? No, the coach of oh, the year. There is so much value, I think, in, in Ron Rivera at plus 1,600, Kyle Shanahan at plus 1,800, Frank Reich at plus 2,200. There is some good value there.
0: Who do you like, Hal? You have somebody that's popping to you.
1: Well, no, I'm just looking at the. It's Brandon Staley at plus 1,200 and then Flores, Defansky, and McVeigh at plus 1,400 is the next group of three. But
0: don't you feel like that's the tier of coach, Flores, Defansky, and McVeigh, where everyone kind of expects those teams to win double digits and go to the playoffs?
1: Right. So that's where you're never going to win the award with those right. odds unless you go like 14 and three. Right. right, like Crazy. that's that's the path for you to get it when that's your preseason expectation. So, I don't know, um, Tomlin plus 2,500 is for <sighs> a good
2: coach. For a good coach, good value. Um, yeah. v- Vontel, this is going to warm your heart because I'm going to say something nice about the Cardinals, but Cliff at plus 2,800 if they do what they're supposed to do in the NFC West. If they win that division with double-digit wins. That's what you what think a- they're supposed to do this year? No, no, no. What I, What I mean by that, like – what they want to do inside that building, right? Inside that building, they want to make the playoffs. So if they get to double digit wins and win that division and make the playoffs, I think nationally there'll yeah. be this all oh, Kyler and Cliff walking. Yeah, up to the I think so. Already.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you're exactly right. If that what, happens, I don't think what it will. A,
2: what about
1: Vic Fangio, who has the second to worst odds if they manage to trade for Rogers? Put he's 10 bucks 30, on it. Right he's now. plus plus thirty three hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a 12 win
0: team if they get Rogers.
1: Right. So, so you I mean, get it now. If you're looking, yeah, because if they get Rodgers, he ain't going to be a plus 3,300.
0: No. no, he'll be top 10.
1: So that's kind of like I'll throw 10, 20 bucks on that and just like, hey, why not? We'll see if, if Rodgers eventually does push his way out uh, along the way. But you no, know, other than that, it's it's really hard to find a good value here that you feel good about other than Vrabel at 2,800. If they end up winning the the AFC North and or AFC South and do so comfortably,
0: Charles Menson mentions Sean McDermott, and I think McDermott's in that category where the expectations are there. Like, I think most people expect the Bills to win 11, 12 games, something like that. And I think when that's your expectation, that makes it difficult for you to actually get that award.
2: Joe, they'd have to go sixteen and one to be the one seed in the AFC. Yeah, right. And they would have to. Be- I
0: think that's what McDermott would have to do to get it.
2: Right. Because it's such a that award in particular is such a narrative driven award more than yes. any of the other ones. That one in particular, if you come out of nowhere and surprise what your expectations are or you win a division that you're not supposed to, you can do it. It's why Kevin Stefanski won it a year ago. Yeah.
0: I like Sean's choice there of Joe Judge because I think we've all been very complimentary of, of where the rest of this roster is. If he gets Daniel Jones to a level where they can win the NFC East at 10 and seven. Like, why can't that be Joe Judge? I, that's his course, and I think it's not that crazy.
1: Have you seen the number one overall pick odds? No, I'm they're hot garbage. To know. Yeah, the futures oh. odds—they're hot garbage. They're hot garbage. So Spencer Spencer Rattler is plus one forty.
0: Yeah, I think he's the
1: the one. Kavon sure. Thibodeau is plus two seventy five, which. Okay. If a team that doesn't need a quarterback ends up with the number one overall pick and they can't manufacture a trade, it's probably going to be Thibodeau, right? Let's yep. just, like, completely honest. Sam Howell plus 450. Malik Willis, plus 750.
0: Okay. This seems okay so far, Kyle.
1: Keaton Slovis, plus, plus 1,200. Tyler Show, plus
0: 1,400. Ooh. If the world knew what we graded him at
1: in the summer. They're going to find out in the next month. Woo. Uh, JT Daniels, plus 1,800. Mm. Derek Stingley Jr., plus 2,000. Desmond Ritter, plus 2,000. Seven Ritter. Banks, plus 3,300.
2: Desmond Ritter. Ritter, you love to see it. Ritter! Wow, that's...
0: Okay, so Stingley, man, that's fun. I don't think a corner would go number one overall. No. But, like, let's no, let's do this. Let's do this right now. The Jets get the number one pick... In the draft, Thibodeau. Zach Wilson shows you everything that you want. Thibodeau, Thibodeau or Stingley? Like that's the that's how that conversation could be had, right?
2: I would take Derek Stingley. Ooh. Ooh. Okay.
0: But would you rather trade out of that pick?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you can do that and still get Derek Stingley, which is which is why those are the two things I like the most.
0: Why do I feel like it's gonna be a long time before a non quarterback is the number one pick overall again?
1: Well, because I think this is a year that it it is wide open enough. There's only been a
2: handful of times. I literally just did this. Joe, you see that comment from Tell?
1: Yeah, I did. No, no, we,
2: Tell it's going on the live stream, so you cannot walk away from this. You're stuck.
0: Why does he yeah, I think I don't I don't think he's trying to hide from it. And he said keep the receipt.
2: This no, this that's man believes I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm etching it into stone. I'm etching, etching. It I spent my morning YouTube.
0: with Phil Furjakovich today, so he's fresh on my mind.
2: We had what a good, good
0: conversation about him today. I don't, I don't see that right now. I, I don't see that at all. Um, I think even if he, he has so much to work on. He's one of those quarterbacks that you see the appeal. He has good size. He can. He's made some really big time throws. You know, down the field, tight windows, outside the numbers. I like his courage in the pocket, his toughness. He, you could tell he's a competitor. I like what he did in high school. I just think he's he's just not a rigidly repped quarterback right now. And what he what's on his plate at Boston College, I love. Like I I really like what's happening at Boston College schematically. But they put a lot on his plate last year. And his sequencing and timing and rhythm and how he surveys the feel in relationship to the concepts that are being asked for him to read and survey. It's just not synced up right now. So can he take a massive jump forward this year? Absolutely. But there's no way based on what I saw today, right? (laughs) Studying this guy, watch five games, that I could think of this player as a first round quarterback or even a number one, you know, as high as a number one overall pick.
1: So Joe, you wanted to have the conversation about how long it's going to be before we see a non-quarterback go number one overall. I did this for TDN last weekend. Did you really? Do, do you know how many times it was a part of the conversation and, and story that I wrote? Oh. Since 2000, do you know how many times a non-quarterback has been the number one overall pick of the draft? <sighs> Garrett Clowney, Jake Long. Hmm. You're missing half of them. You're kidding. I'm missing half. Yes.
0: Okay, there's got to be another offensive tackle that I'm just
1: blanking. There is. Oh, Eric Fisher. Okay. There you go. Wind the clock's back a little bit.
0: Number one overall pick.
1: Chris, it's your microphone. It's not the...
2: God, Fisher... No, there's a there's a vent in here too that makes oh surprise. is there yeah, yeah. I, I I
0: can't I can't hide the chat I saw Mario Williams I'm out
1: Mario Williams and Courtney Brown in 2000 Courtney Brown my guy okay so the quarterbacks in those years that were QB one Mitchell Trubisky at number two overall in oh, 2017 no. <laughs> Blake Bortles number three overall oh, in no. 2014. <laughs> E.J. Manuel, number 16 overall in 2013. Matt Ryan, number three overall in 2008. All right, all right. Vince Young, number three overall in 2006. And then Chad Pennington, number 18 overall in 2000. Brother, this happens for a reason. Right. So, (laughs) we kind of have a wide open field right now. Yeah. And either somebody's going to take the bull by the horns Or everybody's going to have the same questions at the end of this college season that they all currently have because every single top quarterback prospect has questions right now enough that like you should be really apprehensive about saying any single one of them is a lock. For sure. And if that happens, you got two positional studs in Kayvon Thibodeau and Derek Stingley plus whoever else may rise throughout the process that it could be one of those years.
0: You want see now? I'm starting to get concerned if this isn't like, you know, the the years where we saw like, Blaine Gabbert, Blake Bortles. You mentioned Blake Bortles already. Christian mm-hmm. Ponder. We've seen EJ Manuel. These types of quarterbacks get forced into being high picks because that could happen. I remember that year it was like Landry Jones and and Matt Barkley, and you're watching these guys all year long, and you're like. I'm not sure this is a first round quarterback, you know, but these are the guys we have to talk about. And it's a deep class. And like, we, you'd like to think that somewhere in this, a lot of guys step forward. And the simple fact that between Joe Burrow and you mentioned Trubisky, who was the second pick, but Baker Mayfield took a big, big step. We've seen Kyle Murray was a
1: baseball player, yeah, he was a
0: baseball player. Like we've seen this happen pretty consistently. Zach Wilson came out of nowhere. So we've had one of those guys at least every year recently.
1: Right. So that's that's the pathway for this happening and, and if it materializes like that it could be an ugly year, especially because you have other studs at other positions that would be worth the selection. So it was that was just kind of a fun walk yeah. down memory lane to see like okay, like even in four of the 6 years in which a non-quarterback did go number 1 QB was number three or number two overall, but then the two years that it wasn't, you had a pretty good number one QB and Chad Pennington back in two thousand, which was a different generation of NFL quarterbacks, if we're being honest. And then EJ Manuel, and those were the the two outcomes when you wait outside the top ten for Q, QB one to go in the top ten.
0: Yeah, uh, Chad Pennington's son declared to Marshall Stop. today.
1: Yeah, it, did he I'm really? Not
0: Literally today, I saw the tweet come across the timeline. Yeah, his Horrigan son.
1: old, man. Mm-hmm. Or get <laughs> old.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rockauto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to Rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in there. how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. Need to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the planet. So many amazing flavors. They're all delicious. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. It's like eating a candy bar, but they're good for you. Built Bar is great for anyone who is health conscious. Whether you want to lose weight, maintain weight, or just indulge in a delicious treat, you have to try Built Bars. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for anyone who is on the keto diet. Got a deal for you? Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, and it'll get you 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at billbard.com
2: Can we close with something? Yes. I have two things, actually. Look at how great this cat laying on the on the, the desk in the office that I'm working in is. Living his or her best life. Her best life. Vontel talked about CBS Sports' top 32 coaches list that was put out. I pulled this up. We have to discuss this. this I have not seen this. Neither and and I hadn't until, until I pulled it up. This is how they did this. Coaches will rank with past performance and future outlook. Uh, and the best way to view this is to consider it as a coach's draft, as if you, if you could if you could build a team and take okay. any of these guys to run a so team. So age we'll just, just factored in. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, and so I'm going to read you 10 through through one, if that's all right. Chris,
1: this, this sounds like a great rebuttal concept
2: for a show. We'll keep that in mind then as I read this list. Mike Tomlin, number 10. Matt LaFleur, no, number sorry. 9. It's already wrong. Matt LaFleur, number 9. Bruce Arians, number 8. Pete Carroll, number 7. Sean McVeigh, number 6. Sean McDermott, number 5. Sean Payton, number 4. John Harbaugh, number 3. Bill Belichick, number 2. Andy Reid, number 1. Okay, so they took all... The oldest head coaches in the
1: league that's supposed to be valued for projecting them forward, and they put them on the top five anyway.
0: Right. Bruce is going to coach one or two more years. Same with Belichick. Correct.
1: Belichick. You got Andy Reid, who's up there. Um, Pete Carroll's the oldest coach in football. Right. Right. And he's above Tomlin and
0: LaFleur. Yep.
2: LaFleur is ninth. By the way,
1: Brian Flores did not make the top ten. Guy's Uh, like 30, 39 years old.
2: He's not Brian Flores. He's 39. He's like 40 or 41. Yeah. Okay. Sixteenth on the list for Brian Flores. Sixteenth. Sixteenth on the list.
1: Okay, so the the oldest head coach in football is Pete Carroll. He'll be seventy-one in September. Bill Belichick is sixty-nine years old. He turned sixty-nine in April. Nice. Bruce Arians, the third oldest head coach. He's turned 69 in October. Uh David Cully, fourth oldest head coach in football. Uh, he <laughs> ranked he ranked 32nd on the list. Uh, rightfully so. Mike Zimmer, 65. Andy Reid read- turned 63
2: in March. Or turned- can I read you can I read you the blurb about this past performance thing? Because I think it makes it worse when I read it out loud. Yeah. Quote, coaches were ranked with past performance and future outlook in mind. So this isn't a legends list rewarding solely those who've won a ton or won it all before. But it's also not ignorant of resumes. No matter how promising Arthur Smith may be in Atlanta, we just can't quite take him over, say, Mike Zimmer at this juncture. This formula obviously makes the list especially subjective. But goodness, isn't that what lists are for? End quote. I don't even think you followed the rules that you set out in that paragraph. Charles wants
0: to party with Pete Carroll, which makes me wonder. I would party
2: with Pete. I would party with Pete as Think well, so? Yeah. Do you think yeah.
0: he can let loose? Is he not like? Did you not see him take his you shirt gotta drink off for the really combine
1: good? with DK Metcalf? Yeah, that's like the, the big question. Is is could he? Could he throw down a beer with all the gum that he? Cheats? Okay.
0: The most obvious answer is Bruce Arians. Like he's the consensus number one overall coach to to have a drink with. Correct. And I'm telling you, I think Vic Fangio. Is a sleeper top five pick. We've done this before. An old we? Italian guy like that, man. You know, you know, he's gonna be a loose Gruden with a couple in him, man. Gruden. twentieth, oh,
2: twentieth on the list, by the way.
0: Yeah, that for sh- maybe that's a little high, but I'm partying with Gruden for
2: sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sam brings up a good point. They literally say not a legends list in the top five. Reed, Belichick, Harbaugh, Sean Payton. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Bottom tier coaches to party with. Belichick? For sure.
1: No, you know what? You ever see the video of him at the Halloween party? Oh, he guys, showed up guys. As a
2: pirate. And Campbell. He's, the, high. You want to, yeah, he's, he's high. He's,
0: he's high up. On the party list.
2: Kyle's got Kyle
0: has a little spot for Belichick. He wants to have a beer with him.
1: Did you not see him show I up did. at the <laughs> Halloween party in the pirate outfit? All I'm saying is I I've seen the guy in the summertime. He's out in siesta key or the bahamas or whatever and he's diving off his boat living his but like i don't know he's probably at that point where he's he's living his best life in the off season he's accomplished everything there
2: is to accomplish i ain't partying with zach taylor not happening
0: he'd be all right i think mcdermott would be pretty terrible
2: oh judge no thank you
0: oh joe Judge for sure for sure you know he's probably one of those guys joe judge would Gun, he he just he'd get drunk and he'd rage, and you just wouldn't want
1: to be near him because he'd be so annoying. I was, was you know what I mean? He'd get drunk and try and make you to pledge for his fraternity, like, right? Yeah, dude, like, no, I don't think so. Meet me on the ninth green at midnight, like, (laughs) (laughs) um, boy, I agree. uh, David Colley would be bottom of my list. He's got
0: stories, though, man, you know, he does
1: have stories, but he just seems very like mellow. Like, to the umpteenth degree. Jason I'm not partying not with Cliff Kingsbury. He's going to make me feel self-conscious. Right. Or McVay. Right. I, th- I think we're we, – maybe we can do a tier maker list on coaches we'd most like to party with, Chris. But uh, okay. I think <laughs> that's going to do it for party. us. Let's going to do it for us here on uh, the show. So thank you, everybody, who took the time to tune in. These are always brought to you by our friends. That mighty swell. I'm Kyle Krabs, with and Chris Schubert. Thanks as always for checking out the draft, dudes. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. Cheers.